0: Hello, All Beer Inside listeners. We here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video. So we've decided to present a second weekly episode on occasion of one of the previous interviews in audio-only format here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 99 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on October 15th, 2021. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and most of the listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask the rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today we are in the Bowmanville region of Ontario and joining us are the co-owners of Man Antler. We have Matt and also co-owner and head brewer, Chris. How's it going? Thank you very much for taking time out of your schedule to speak with us today. I know, Matt, you're a little busier <laughs> yeah. than the rest yeah. of us nowadays, so uh, really appreciate any time you guys, any of you guys take time to speak with us so yeah appreciate you coming in awesome so you brought me up some delicious looking beers here to try today what's number one
1: number one is our roberta blondar so a beer we've been doing right from the beginning um just a really light easy blonde ale um has a little bit of of a bitterness on the back end just a tiny bit and uh kind of a beer that we've been perfecting over the last five years it's a Homage to Roberta Bondar, the first right. Canadian female awesome. astronaut. As you do, a toast! Yeah, cheers,
0: Chris. Cheers. You're also drinking. Oh. <laughs> toast. Ooh. Smooth. A little bit of maltiness. Oh, super summer beer. Hands yeah. Down. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Ooh, that's a that's a fantastic start. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so guys, what's the beer story the Man Antler brand? How did it come to be?
1: Well, it started when I uh, got a Mr. Beer Kit off Amazon. <laughs> and uh, brewed a, a tiny batch of horrible beer on my stovetop. top. Uh, progressed into some backyard brewing. And uh, eventually, after you know, bringing kegs and, and beers out to parties and sharing them with friends, me and uh, a few guys at the time decided to open up our own shop, and uh, we basically bootstrapped the whole thing for very little cash, and uh, opened up our original location, which was um, across town. Uh, so it was just a tiny little, tiny little spot in a bit in a basement, and uh, with a brew system that we built from scratch and uh, made out of wine fermenters and. Uh, Basically just pieced everything together for as little money as we possibly could at the time.
0: Very cool. Yeah. And that's kind of the origin story. That's, that's the origin
1: of, story, yeah. yeah that's, right. that's how we got the doors open.
0: And then being brothers and becoming business partners, how did that come to be?
1: Um, yeah, well, it was about a year, maybe a little bit less after we opened uh, that we, were, we needed uh, uh, some management. My brother had some management experience and, uh, and he was living, I think, in Hamilton at the time. Yeah, yeah. I had just finished college, uh, and I was working in my field, and when the opportunity came up to work at the brewery, I just uh, didn't want to pass it up. Uh, I think at the time, we were the, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, 85th or 87th brewery in Ontario yes. when we opened, uh, now we're sitting at
0: 360, so we were, we were early. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, kind of that origin story, while we're outside of the Mr. Beer Kid, I'm sure... Yep. Popped bottles, explosions, uh, over-fermenting, uh, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I, I gave up on bottling pretty much after the first run because uh, I was like, <laughs> this is just too much work for too little reward. But uh, I started, I got, you know, a bu- when I bought my first kit, I got a bunch of, well, kit from Kij- Kijiji from a guy mm-hmm. in Kingston. I drove to Kingston and, you know, got like 10, 15 corny kegs and uh, all basically everything I could ever need plus plus for homebrewing so um we had just like all those little corny pop kegs you know so we used to fill those and uh and i mean i I gave up on bottling pretty quickly when it came to (laughs) homebrewing it was it was annoying to me
0: Uh, uh, we've interviewed homebrewers we've spoken to homebrewers before and just everybody's adventure is you know you start off at a but then this guy's starting at Zed, and then yeah. you guys are somewhere, so it's, it's yeah. wild, like, the innovation of the homebrewing yeah. community that we've seen from the Montrealers. I'm sure there's a homebrew club here in Ontario as well. Oh, where yeah, yeah. Sure. You guys yeah. should shoot things off each other.
1: Yeah, we, we, were, uh, uh, we were in the Durham Homebrewers Club, uh, and a bunch of the guys from Five Paddles were in the uh, Durham Homebrewers Club too. So that's how we actually met the guys from Five Paddles, uh, including Spencer, who was running Brewers Pantry at the time. Selling homebrew equipment, uh, so yeah, it was uh, it was kind of wild too. Uh, neither of us had really opened the breweries yet; they still had, uh, they were still, I think, a couple months away from opening theirs when I when we met them, and uh, definitely helped with the inspiration to uh, to open our own for sure.
0: Yeah, no, uh, like I said, you guys have been busy, and uh, I've only like for us from Montreal, we only really heard about the Durham beer region back in February 2020 before the world shut down. Uh, And it's like, oh, we got to check these guys out. Nope, we're not traveling anytime soon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then the opportunities opened us for it to travel again. So we wanted to get as many Durham done this time as we could. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we've got a really good scene in Durham for sure. It's been growing to the last four years. Uh, Used to be like three of us. Now we're at 11. Yeah. Uh, And some really good quality beer too. So yeah.
0: Yeah, no, we've uh, we've been a little Beer drinkers. We've been very spoiled this uh, past week in this area, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. been pretty fantastic. Nice, awesome. Any uh, kind of either the original place or here, kind of problems creating it, moving in, things like that.
1: There's always always problems. <laughs>
0: uh, always problems. Yeah. Every always.
1: every week something else breaks, and yeah. you know all the little stuff. But I've I've heard horror stories from some people. Um, I think we're pretty lucky in this area like our municipality really supports craft breweries um they helped us out you know even with the move and they've always been big supporters so a lot of the things that a lot i've heard of a lot of breweries having trouble with we 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 didn't have those issues um yeah permits and uh you know you know just building the place out and having like the town ta- the help from the township we've had a lot of support whereas i've heard in Oshawa would be I you know I've heard the opposite I've heard that they just you know they're like what's a brewery and they're asking you know all kinds of little roadblocks that they've had to just barriers to entry I guess where Bowenville's kind of opened up up their arms for us so
0: yeah it's it's so confusing like I I mentioned it countless times on the show but where I grew up was a dry county or a dry burrow for a hundred years. And wow. then we finally got a craft brewery. And all of a sudden the city's like, holy shit, we can make money. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> dry it's, county. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred years. So when I was a kid, or not kid, sorry, a young adults <laughs> yeah. go to a pool hall, drink a beer, here's a hot dog. What? What? Yeah, no, you need to. What? Then being an 18 year old in Quebec, you don't know better. So yeah. yeah. You're just used to downtown chugging pitchers and, yeah, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, I want to play pool. Here's a beer and a hot dog. This yeah. is stupid. It's
1: the greatest thing about living beside the invisible border between Ontario and Quebec, it's everybody from our town would just drive right into Quebec just because yeah. the drinking yeah. age was a year yeah. younger, yeah. A, you know, 40-minute drive, whatever. 18, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, it's not just you guys. It's also the American kids traveling from like Plattsburgh. Yeah, for sure. and, oh, true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, they're probably having a heyday over there for a few yeah. years. For us, yeah. it's just a year yeah exactly a year of debauchery so, and then in, in quebec depending where you go it's 16 but you know that's yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say unless you had a fake idea i was doing it for a couple of years yeah, yeah. yeah. as was who i who do you think he used but uh, <laughs> as responsible beer drinkers now we do not support that in any way yeah, yeah. i know i don't know. <laughs> yeah. awesome definitely uh man antler is pretty original name where'd you guys come up with that
1: I, I mean, I wish it was a better story, but I we had some uh, there's some friends that did a one-time charity show. They're musicians, and uh, they came up with the name Mantler. And uh, honestly, I, it was years before we even opened the brewery, but it just kind of stuck with me, and uh, and we just you know kept mulling it over in my head, and and it it just like seemed oddly. Uh, Canadian sounding and unique, and there's just kind of nothing like it, so just went with it. It was, uh, you know, get us to the top of the Google search results. Yeah, <laughs> you can spell it wrong, and it's still the first thing that pops up on Google because yeah. there's no other company with yeah. an even similar name.
0: Yeah. I mean, till today, I was mispronouncing it on a regular basis. So a lot of people do. A lot yeah, of people said do. it was like just Mantler, uh, like, right? oh, okay, that's it. Like, yeah, no, it's Man Antlers. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: some people call it the Man Antler. <laughs> for whatever reason, <laughs> for sure. There's been a few different names. A, That's in, great. There's an interesting description on uh, Urban Dictionary too that we found after we opened it. So uh, <laughs>
0: depending right, on how PC feel, feel free to yeah. search that out yourself. Depends, <laughs> depending <laughs> how PG that is, we'll have to mind out of the dead <laughs> yeah. post. Uh, so what's beer number two I'm having here?
1: Beer number two is uh, the fifth wheel logger. So this is actually our first logger we've ever done. Uh, when we moved to this new location, we've upgraded some brewing equipment, upgraded some tanks. Um, so now we kind of have the ability to to do a, a traditional logger, and then we named it the Fifth Wheel Truck Stop uh, Logger just because um, Chris and I's dad used to own the fifth wheel here in Bowmanville, uh, and then growing up in Cornwall a long time ago, he owned the one in Cornwall. So the reason Chris and I are in Bowmanville is because our dad moved here to buy that fifth wheel uh, so without the fifth wheel we probably never would have ended up in Bowmanville uh, so this is a little uh, homage. a little homage to the fifth wheel awesome yeah cheers a toast cheers. <laughs> yeah it's uh, definitely That's a lot I mean since we moved from the new or from the old spot we've got a lot more control more tanks you know so please.
0: and so you guys don't own. i'm assuming you rent so yeah the landlord was like super come on in yeah yeah, up, yeah just you uh, uh, don't burn the place down <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's pretty pretty <laughs> yeah we'd we basically, basically yeah. <laughs> he
1: honestly has been completely open to whatever we wanted to he's like you know what do whatever you want to the place like I trust you, so yeah. we we're, <laughs> <All right. laughs> we're basically looking at a new location for almost two years. Uh, we knew that we had to get out of the basement, but we knew we, what we didn't want to do was move out of the basement into a temporary spot to then find the perfect spot. Uh, so we came close to a few other locations, um, but nothing in Bowmanville, and it was a big thing for us to want to stay in Bowmanville. Uh, so it ended up taking two years, but once we found this spot, it, it kind of checked off all those boxes we were really looking for. Um, as you can see, we're sitting in an AC uh, tap room, which yes. is is a big change for us. Yeah. Being in the basement of a hundred-year-old factory building with no AC, it was uh, it was quite humid and hot, on, especially on brew days. Yeah. Uh, and then the patio, you know, we, we wanted the patio, we wanted the bay door. Um, We've just partnered up with somebody for a food truck, so. Um, bringing in the full time food was big for us, but uh, yeah, we basically signed a ten year lease here. So nice.
0: Yeah, we, we're locked in. We're here in. for a bit.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. But I mean, you know, you guys, like you said, you're on the list of one of you just even misspell your name and you're there as a yeah. Google yeah, search sure, SEO. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. that's great. And I saw like a barbecue joint out front too. So I'm sure yep. you guys have some sort of partnership where yeah, yeah, John
1: Smokehouse. Yeah, they uh, actually started our uh, our wood fired pizza oven truck too. So and uh, honestly, uh, John's been friends with us for a while. We um, he put us on the original location we were looking at was in Curtis, it was a tiny little spot in the basement again. But uh, it was a tiny little spot that we were originally going to move in. Um, we didn't end up doing that, but uh, you know he was the one who put us onto that spot, and then he's the one who put us onto this spot again, gave us a shout, and said. Yeah, I think this would be a really good space for you guys, so.
0: Thankfully, you guys in Ontario got to deliver beer. Did you find that helped? Like, all of a sudden, just, I know not having the taproom money, but being able to shift to bringing happiness to people's homes.
1: Yeah, it it really opened up new revenue streams for us because uh, pre-pandemic, we weren't selling beer on our website, we weren't doing home deliveries, uh, we weren't doing curbside pickup. Um, so when it hit and everybody and we had to switch to those to those avenues I mean it really forced us to get that website built and to start selling beer off the website um, yeah. The home deliveries was great I mean it was a lot of at the beginning especially it was a lot of our regulars that were just missing coming to the brewery yeah. um, that were just ordering ordering a case of beer for for home delivery so um, yeah I it's mean, something you wouldn't have thought of before <laughs> the pandemic started that uh, you know, Free delivery in your area is the way to go. But when it comes to craft beer, I mean, people pay a decent premium for craft beer, um, and I think it's one of those products that can can easily be delivered, you know, for for free or very cheap in yeah. your in your local area at least, and still have to be worth it to the brewery. And I and I don't think that that is something that most people would have, most breweries would have realized when they when the pandemic started. It's okay. like hey, we need to get this stuff out there. Do we really need to be charging for every time we stop at someone's house and yeah. deliver a 12-pack, you know what I mean? So it's you start to look at the numbers and you're like, you know what? It's a good thing that uh, that we can drive around and just yeah. get our Durham deliveries out at least and supply the people of Durham. And, yeah. and then we have our Ontario-wide shipping for like 10 bucks
0: anyway, so. It's fantastic. Yeah. It
1: was a, it was a big thing though with, uh, you know, craft breweries being deemed essential throughout in Ontario, throughout the pandemic. So I mean through, they couldn't close breweries without closing the LCBO or the beer store. So if they, they call alcohol an essential service, like all craft breweries were able to like stay open. So your brick and mortar bottle shop could still be open where people could come in. Um, But definitely a big, big change. We all could have have been pretty screwed
0: if, if that hadn't been the case. Yeah, and craft beer drinkers like ourselves would be really sad. As yeah. Because well,
1: curbside you know, delivery or curbside pickup, yeah, you know.
0: That's what we have to do in Quebec. Oh, Quebec. is it? Yeah, really? yeah. So, So, one, one benefit we do have in Quebec, which I'm starting to see in Ontario as well, you guys are starting to shift, is uh, actual kind of bottle shops where yeah. I could grab you guys, Chronicle, Little Beast, Five Paddles, Town at just one store instead. Right. Yep. Yeah. And we were lucky enough that those stores would actually deliver. Yep. Right. So, I would wake up and, oh, we're getting our delivery at this time, so I'd wait for their uh, stock to update, and it's just one, 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 one. Yeah, one. yeah, Oh, oh, they're they're selling chips and sausages, too. Okay, yeah, yeah, And then here's your delivery window. Make sure you're home. I'm like, I'm working from home. Yeah, <laughs> You yeah. know, Doesn't I'm doing 12-hour days when I used to do eight and be stuck in traffic for three. Now I'm just doing 12-hour days, and work's like, calm down. Yeah. Okay, so Friday, crack open a beer while I'm working and just go to town, so.
1: There's a lot of delivery companies in Ontario that just started throwing the beer at the door and not even checking IDs because of the pandemic. Um, If you were a 17, 18 year old with a little bit of craft beer knowledge, like you could have easily been... Yeah. Yeah. Stuff happens. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, You guys have some pretty like geek chic, I'd like to say, names for your beers. You know, Dark Prince, Never Sleep Again is a Nightmare on Elm Street fan. I saw that. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Names and labels, how did you guys come up with that kind of stuff?
1: Well, it's kind of a... It's a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. It's a mixed bag for sure. Um, I mean, the Never Sleep Again is actually... Can't take credit for that one. That is a brand of the, um, the coffee roasters that we partner with for that beer. So, they... Um, they that's their brand with the, with the eye. Folks keeping the eye open and stuff, so... Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's a collab between us and them. So, us and um, yeah, uh, deadliest gra- Deadly Grounds. Mm-hmm. So, we just rebranded uh, that whole beer. So, it, it, it was called our Buzz Light beer. Um, and then the Never Sleep Again is obviously what the coffee's called, also. So, yeah, that one just got a full rebrand. Uh, we just switched everything to cans. So, this is all, all these cans are brand new for us. Yeah. The uh, Roberta Blondar, Um, was uh, one of our very first and we actually were going to do sort of a Canadian hero series um, but we ended up just keeping that one as like our our staple Blondale so uh, it didn't end up being part of a series at all it's been like our our biggest seller since we've opened. The fifth wheel logger Matt already told you the story about uh, our dad on the fifth wheel the seismic narwhal that was kind of just a a weird walking around the parking lot one day, um, thinking about narwhals. <laughs> you read an article about how the narwhals were being impeded by uh, seismic activity uh, from scientists that were actually just studying them. But uh, you know, it just you know things just kind of jump like jump out at you, and then once it hits, you're just kind of like, let's go with that. The Mm -hmm. the Sacre Bleu, uh, it's a Belgian uh, saison, and the saison yeast is from a a French-speaking part of Belgium, so we were obviously from an hour from Montreal, we did French immersion our entire lives, so it was kind of like, you know what, I think that would be a good name for that, and we used a local artist for that, and she had this... um, she had this mime lady uh, that we were kind of trying to think, like, what are we going to use this art for? We would have no real place to put it in. Like, it's not something that kind of, so we're like, you know what? We're doing a, a saison. We might as well use it on our French beer. So the, uh, the Hip Hop Anonymous uh, was just kind of like, I love the movie Big Daddy. And like, I'm walking <laughs> around one day thinking, you poop, you pooped. Hip Hop Anonymous, you give him all the easy ones. <laughs> and it just kind of, I was like, oh, there's hop in that. <laughs> yeah. So we made it our hazy IPA. Uh, the Dark Prince, I don't even remember exactly how that came about. It was the first beer we ever brewed commercially. Um, it's actually our next beer here. It's so the next beer coming up. So, cheers on that. Yeah, this is the Dark Prince. A toast. So, yeah, like Chris just said, first beer we brewed... Uh, Ever at the original location. The original location, yeah. So we have been brewing this beer technically the longest. Yeah. Uh, And then this guy won silver at the Ontario Brewing Awards for the Black IPA category. First batch, actually. It was the original first batch ever brewed on our new brew system made out of uh, wine fermenters, and yeah, somehow it won a silver at the Ontario Brewing Awards, and we were just like.
0: What? Yeah. Wait <laughs> a minute. We're
1: getting recognition from our peers. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Already. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Never Sleep Again sold me right away as soon as I saw it. And I'm like, oh, Freddy, because <laughs> I'm a horror hound. So horror found. Great. Dan, yeah. Deadly Grounds.
1: Deadly Grounds has some great, great artwork, great branding. Yeah. Um, they're really local to us in Curtis. Yeah. The coffee itself is amazing. So. Yeah. We uh, we we've tried a few different of their of their blends in the Never Sleep Again, but the for whatever reason the double it's a double caffeinated mm-hmm. uh, coffee. It's a dark dark roast, um, yeah. so oh, it really, really just nice. gives the beer everything everything we want. Yeah.
0: So I mean, kind of that's what we always like to speak on is collabs. And obviously, you've done the uh, Coffee Blonde with Deadly Grounds. Any other stores, brewers that you've already worked with locally in collab? Yeah. there's uh,
1: So the Snug in Newcastle is a really, really traditional Irish pub. Um, And he approached us kind (laughs) of, I think, in the first few months of the pandemic. And when he was told he was allowed to start selling beer to go with takeout, he wanted to create his own milk stout. Uh, So we sat down, created a recipe. He branded, he got the label done, branded it, uh, Chris and I went there to drop off like the first batch and he had glassware made, masks, t-shirts, like marketing, wow, He's a marketing, marketing genius, yeah. but uh, he actually ended up buying four or five <laughs> full batches throughout the pandemic. He started out selling Guinness. Uh, so we don't actually sell it here. He buys the whole batch and sells it there. Uh, but that's a that's a newer one he for actually, us that we've been doing. He asked me to make Guinness. Is what he asked. I <laughs> said, uh, "I want you to make me Guinness," and we're like, "I'll make you Guinness adjacent ish that is that they make in Ireland. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like it's an actual stout. Like it's got some like you know thick mouthfeel and some of those dark rusty qualities." not going to get from the Guinness, in my opinion, as much from the Guinness that you're going to drink here, but, and he was like, whatever. And then we made it for him, and, uh, and we had him, we had him try it. I don't think he'd had a beer in a couple years. He said,
0: this is fucking delicious. <laughs> so he was that's happy with great. <laughs> when you get the Irish stamp of approval on your yeah. Guinness ish beer, right? that's yeah. always helpful. Right? So yeah. that's exactly. Awesome cool. to hear. Yeah. Uh, we've
1: uh, over the years, we've, we've done a lot of collabs. Um, we've done some with five paddles. Uh, five we paddles. Did, uh, Minotaur Minotaur and a canoe on fire <laughs> with uh, five paddles and old flame. Yeah, um, We did a couple with Brew Wizards, it's a board game, craft beer board game cafe in Oshawa, mm-hmm. yep. done a couple with them, we've done a collab with Town, we've done a few with Second Wedge, yeah. um, um, what was the uh, Love is Brutiful? Yeah, that, we're still doing that one. Yeah, still doing that yeah one. we haven't done it. Obviously, it's been pandemic times, and yeah. people aren't getting together as much. But yeah, we're not getting together and brewing it, but they're still brewing the beer as a as a collab yeah, with us, yeah. and they donate uh, proceeds to P Flag Durham Region, yeah, which is great. And then uh, we, do we have our cream our causeworthy cream ale. Uh, originally, it was supposed to be a charity beer that we were going to switch the charity every couple months. But the first charity we used was PFLAG Durham Region and uh, I was talking to Jake who runs PFLAG and he was basically telling me that, uh, you know, in, in June donations are great. You know, everybody's donating. It's Pride Month. It's the, 11, uh, the other 11 months of the year. Yeah. He, he basically said everything just dies out for them. Uh, so at that point we just decided to, to keep the cream ale full time uh, and then we donate 50 cents per, per pour to PFLAG.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's nice that uh, there's more. I'm seeing there's more and more like charity beers or charity events that involve craft beer. Yeah. That you know, the the big boys don't have to be the only ones. Anymore, like the
1: Black Is Beautiful is yeah. the worldwide collab. Yeah.
0: Uh, we're just the all to, together as well. To, yeah. All together, and yeah, we're, we're about, about those, to do. Yeah. Uh,
1: we're about to to do the Brave Noise collab. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. There's there's uh, there's a lot of worldwide collabs too, which is kind of a cool concept. Getting a bunch of breweries that. You know, no one knows each other, and just brewing the same recipe—it's kind of cool. Like all all having the common, all having a common goal. Yeah, and I think if you know, just from the craft beer standpoint, it's like if you can get your hands on on a few of them and try the differences between uh, a recipe Mm -hmm. from different breweries—that's kind of an interesting concept as well.
0: Definitely. For for myself, the most frustrating part about it, as beautiful as it would sell out before I had a chance to buy it, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, I do want to drink the beer and I want to support a great cause, yeah. but I can't because now people buy it before me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it's great to see the businesses thriving, local businesses thriving during all this crap yeah. we're dealing with, so. or at
1: very least surviving. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, that's you know, I feel like that's been more of more of the case through the pandemic is just like let's survive, let's figure out how yeah. to. Uh, keep our bottom line low and, and just make it through this thing so that we can continue making beer, doing what we love. Yeah, especially doing a, a full location move in the middle okay, of a pandemic. Yeah. That which, was which I <laughs> Looking back on it now, I'm like, I, I, I question how we would have done it had we been running at full, full steam speed? Yeah. 100%. Like it, would have it would have been a whole other animal. Yeah. Um, it's It's been a bit of a blessing in disguise, not, yeah. not COVID obviously. But just, like, the ability to, like, have a little bit of a, of a slowdown so that we can actually yeah. focus on opening a new location. For sure. It, it's like, you know, it's, and we kind of took full advantage of everything that we could. Like, as far as, um, you know, government subsidies mm-hmm. and whatever, the, whatever they were offering, it's like, okay, we're going to take full advantage of this and, and get ourselves a new location. Because we were in the basement, we were hot all summer long. It was we we're making a tiny amount of beer i mean relatively now we're making three times more per batch mm-hmm. so it was just yeah. it was a necessary thing for us to get out of that place and uh, we took that as a bit of an opportunity to to spend some more
0: time uh figuring that out well, i'm sure some of the benefits are like oh now we can set up like the bar table we want i see you have your pallet chairs in the back yep. like some nice wooden tables i'm sure yeah. you guys were like being crunched and you couldn't you guys were constantly packed. That wouldn't exist, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, so. I mean, those were the only tables at our own old spot, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. we had some smaller tables too, but I mean, we we did pack pack the old location, the old location pre-COVID. Was, I mean, we yeah. we started uh, we started doing a trivia league, and <laughs> we did a lot of live music, uh, a lot of different comedy nights, and different events. So yeah. we definitely packed it, like. Thinking about how packed it was now and after COVID happened,
0: you're like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh,
0: uh, I mean, we were at the Ottawa Beer Festival when, like, the, oh, pss, 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 this pandemic is going to start. Pss, 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 yeah. I'm like, we could have easily got it there. I was in New York City in November 2019. I could have caught it there. It's yeah. just, like, yeah. I haven't. A- yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So, and, uh, having, you know, thankfully I get to work from home. I know you guys don't, but, yeah. You didn't have customers coming in, so you're like, oh, we get to ship beer. to." What do you mean? You're four ready.
1: hours from home right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Awesome. Uh, so, dream collabs. Collabs you haven't done yet. They'd like to either local, provincial, Canada, North America-wide, even worldwide, if you could. Like that dream, a couple of dream breweries that you could never imagine they collab. You get in touch with them one day. Hey, come on down to our monastery in Belgium and yeah. brew a saison, you know.
1: Um, I mean I'd love to do a collab with Stone.
0: <laughs> two, two in a row. Or yeah? You guys
1: Is that a thing? Does that yeah, I mean yeah, you say just a dream collab, yeah. but that, that will never probably happen? Yes. Yeah. I would love to do a collab with Stone. Uh, I think Godspeed would be a really cool one. Oh, uh, we're staying in Ontario now. Well no, we can go anywhere. Anywhere. The Alchemist? Yeah. Alchemist, yeah. yeah. We're just dreaming. I, you said, he said, <laughs> like I said, "I heard the word collapse, dream." So. the word dream was in his. I budget. met. Uh, <laughs> I went to Costa Rica a year before the pandemic hit, um, and there was a, a guy there from Vermont had opened up his own brewery, and he was doing a heady topper clone. Nice. Um, and then, basically, he had just sold it to a, a new guy who wanted to open. He wanted to open his brewery up in St. Louis and he said they found a location and then they looked online and there was 87 breweries within like a five mile walk from them. What? So he decided, to, he decided to liquidate all his assets. That's insane. He moved to Costa Rica. As long as you have $200,000 and you're gonna open up a business in Costa Rica, they'll give you full citizenship. <laughs> so he opened oh, nice. up his own brewery in Costa Rica <laughs> I think that would be a pretty cool collab, like one day to go back and, and yeah. do a collab with him. But uh, I think he's smuggling hops in uh, on planes, like <laughs> strapping them to his bodies with, with duct tape but trying to get across he's the He's not corner. smuggling them, but he literally, to do the Hetty Topper clone, he had to bring the yeast and the hops over <laughs> in a luggage from, from the States himself. To do the heady topper clone. Yeah.
0: Customs are like. Yeah. He's all nervous. What, Are you trying to import cocaine? No. What are these green colors? <laughs> green plants that aren't native to the street. Yeah. It's like smell yeah. them. They're oh, part of the weed family. Um, yeah. I know, as uh, somebody who hasn't been able to travel to the Alchemist for two years or almost two years now, it's yeah. and as a Montrealer, it's so close, much closer right? than you guys. Like you're uh, how yeah, far away are you? From uh, two hours and change. Uh, and that's that's on a good day at the border though yeah, like I've been yeah, yeah. on sure. an hour line up at the border and then showed up at Hill Farmstead and then waited an hour for beer and then yeah. waited another hour to buy beer to bring back to Montreal right? yeah, yeah. and I met people from Philadelphia New Jersey like all over the US I'm like yep. what and they're like yeah Hill Farmstead is the place now. nowadays yep. they have some bad rep going on but uh, yeah. their beer when I had it was fantastic so.
1: yeah oh man Hill Farmstead Yeah, cannot question the quality of the beer that's for yeah. sure the uh um, actually, Zero, we went there on a on kind of like a brewer's business, you know, fun trip uh, to Vermont one year, and we went to Zero Gravity and had their uh, had their, uh, wood-fired pizza. Yes. And honestly, that's been like the main inspiration for that thing out there, because it's just like, yeah. what better than to go to a brewery? You're trying like some awesome beers. You have some like cool awesome pizza, artisan yeah. wood-fired pizza. Yeah. Like that to me is just the dream, so. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Uh, what's beer number four we're doing here? So
1: this is the Never Sleep Again. This is the uh, I got coffee well. infused ale. Since it is technically Cheers. morning. Toast! So, most times you say coffee beer, people immediately think a dark, a dark beer. We went the complete opposite. Uh, we went super light beer um, and then uh, 20 pounds of coffee beans. Uh, steep for Double forty-eight caffeine. to seventy-two hours, and then we remove the coffee out of it, and this is what we're left with.
0: Yeah, this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites oh. as well. Oh, it's dangerous because you're like, oh, it's coffee beer, so I'm yeah. gonna get energy. It's like, no, it there's matter. actually a bit of caffeine <laughs> too. <laughs> I've had a
1: few people give me a hard time. Actually, um, one old gentleman came in and and said you know, is there caffeine in this coffee beer? And to my surprise, I mean, I thought it was pretty self-explanatory, but I was like, yeah, yeah, we put a lot of coffee in it. And he was just like, I couldn't sleep all
0: night. He was up (laughs) all night. (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a good one for first thing in the morning or... Cottage, uh, cottage, first morning beer. If you're up at night and you're getting a little tired, you slam one of these back. But uh, it's, honestly, you will sleep eventually.
0: Yeah. Now, this is something where <laughs> I would hard. start a beer fest because usually when I go to beer festivals, it's, you know, oh, they concentrate on people showing up on the weekend, whereas I'll take beer-cations, which we'll talk about shortly, but yeah. some of my beer-cations are actually doing beer festivals, and I'll always, like, I'll start with coffee beers to keep me going throughout the day. Yeah, or, yeah. And I'll go to the Wednesday when it's not as busy until it's happy hour, and then people show up from all their offices, right. which... I don't know what beer festivals are going to look like in the next year or two, but yeah, I'm seriously. hoping, you know, in Quebec, we're going to have vaccine passports coming. Right. I know a lot of uh, brewery owners, restaurant owners also want this in Ontario, yeah. where we want responsible customers. We don't want some yeah. guy coming in too drunk, like, yeah, coming to a craft brewery, it's, it's not, one, it's not cheap to get drunk, but two, it's not the environment. Yeah. So.
1: Don't be a liability.
0: Don't, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> why be a liability? Man. Like. We, we need you guys to keep going. Yeah, you know? absolutely, man. Yeah. So, we, yeah, uh, as I mentioned, beercations, uh, so I have to add this caveat, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, but once it's safe to travel, so let's say hop on a plane without a mask for multiple hours, yep. or even for us Canadians being able to drive to the U.S. again, or whatever, a beercation you've never been on individually or together that you'd love to go on?
1: Uh, I've never done BC. Chris mm-hmm. did Vancouver, went to the Canadian Brewing Awards a few years, or I guess five or six <laughs> years like ago four now. Four years ago now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've wow. never been out west, so I would love to, to go out west and just explore yeah. all the breweries out there, yeah. even uh, cross the border at the same trip and go down to Seattle. That, that would be the dream trip for me, for sure.
0: Kind of entire West Coast all the way down to California type of thing. I
1: mean, if I had the time and yeah. less kids, maybe. <laughs> but now I see it more as like a week long trip where I can do both. Yeah. And uh, my wife and I do Blue Jays before the pandemic would go see the Blue Jays play in different stadiums, trying to go to as many as we could. Um, so we had we had just recently done Boston, and and that was incredible. So. If I hadn't already done it that probably would have been my, my go-to spot but uh, yeah, for yeah me, BC was fun uh, got to party a little bit in parallel 49's barrel house so that was that was pretty awesome but uh, BC was definitely a good good destination. Um, for me it would be I, I'd really love to go to uh, Germany and Belgium and check it and just yeah just tour you know what I mean just yeah. just go check out a lot of the old traditional breweries. Hopefully, talk to some of the brewmasters and get some pointers and tips from, you know, old world brewers, mm-hmm. and uh, just, just, you know, shoot the shit with them. Just have, yeah. <laughs> just figure out what it is that you know what I mean. What are you guys doing? Like, how do you do it? And. Uh, let me take that back to Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know as us as a show, we have always said, like, one of us wins the Auto Max or whatever. Yeah. And it's a big, it's like, we'll start in England and just work our <laughs> right way. Right? <through>. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Europe, for sure. So. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, Absolutely. That's, that's kind of the penultimate, as I like to say. Or uh, there's, I haven't seen it yet. I know there's an American version, but just driving across Canada, start in St. John's, mark your way right oh, across Canada for all the breweries. That would be so awesome. Yeah, Work cool. your way back. And I've been
1: actually, so I've started working on my pilot's <laughs> license and, it, you know, might not be come to fruition for another year or two or whatever, but I would love to just start flying out to different breweries and
0: just having chats with them, fly back. That would be cool. That sounds so, super awesome. It's off. on the list. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, with the last, you know, 18 months with the uh, <clears throat> pandemic, uh, a lot of, like, somebody like myself, you know, I'm not spending money on gas driving the offices. I'm not doing this. My insurance is cheaper, so it's like when I'm able to travel again, I can actually do it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah for so sure. And do I'm, it for real. I'm looking forward yeah. to even if it's just I. And you spend, won't take it
1: for granted anymore. You know what I mean? No. It's like we used to just travel whenever we needed to travel, and yeah. now it's been like two plus years since I've traveled, and I will never like I'm gonna really put a lot of thought yeah. <laughs> into where I'm I, traveling in
0: the future. Like, I, I never sure. thought I would desperately oh, miss no, I'm getting... vermont before but oh my god i want to go back to vermont so bad even oh, it's just like too. Stowe to start and uh there's uh, it's called the von trapp family brewery okay and yeah, it's I've also heard of that. an airbnb it's also a bb it, it's with, actually like,
1: made by the von trapp family is yes. it not
0: yeah. i've heard of that so that is so awesome uh,
1: Sound that's of Music of was a big thing in my family when I was yeah. growing up. My grandmother's like favorite movie. So we were when in the I play. heard that, I yeah. was like, "That is so cool."
0: Yeah. So that's that they that's made one a brewery. of uh, like as a show, we had so many plans. Even just Plattsburgh is an hour away from from us in, in Montreal. So and their start, their breweries are, are up and coming too. So it's like, ah, why? Yeah. Why pandemic? Why? Yeah. Why couldn't you just not happen? To I <laughs> but know. Uh, as humanity, yeah. we were due. It's a hundred years. So.
1: That's true. It okay. is a cycle, and yeah. uh, I mean, if you look back in history, it's happening every 50 to 100. 50 years, you've got a small pandemic. 100 years, 100 years you've got a big, a big pandemic, yeah.
0: right? It's like. Well, I mean, you happens. guys in Toronto had a small SARS epidemic, and yeah, yeah. It for didn't sure, really hit right? the rest of Canada, which thank, yeah. you
1: know, affected almost no one. <laughs> I know I've done, done this a lot today, but yeah. we should be thankful that... <laughs> Do you that want to have a beer?
0: Got... Uh, well, we're going to wrap up the show, and yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll grab a beer after, for, for sure. sure. I really appreciate it. Sorry. So, as the Man Antler brands... When there's less pandemic, what's kind of what's kind of next for you guys?
1: Uh, I think this is what we've been building here is kind of what's what's next for us for sure. Um, the new location with uh, the the pizza truck, um, just moved everything to cans. You know, just started uh, selling beer to bottle shops and, uh, and yeah. LCBO, maybe, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, potentially LCBO beer store. I mean, really, uh, we've you know since, our, since we've opened, we've focused on selling beer in our local area for the most part. And uh, I mean, obviously we've ventured to some bars and stuff in Toronto and have some licensees here and there, scattered it. But uh, I think it's, yeah, the next big step for us would be getting into some LC, an LCBO skew, potentially a beer store skew, and uh, starting to move our beer across the province.
0: Hey, when I, if I can buy you guys in Ottawa or Hawkesbury soon, that's that's better for me. Absolutely. Yeah, this, definitely. This is a bit more of a drive than just Hawkesbury. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. We're working and on it. We're working yeah, on it. That's, uh That's where I get real bad is it's like, oh, I'm going to uh, early pandemic. I'm like, oh, I'll go to Hawkesbury real quick because I know the LCB is still open. It's like yeah. $300, $400 on craft Ontario beer. And then it's yeah. like, okay, well, I'm set for a while. Now you got to find And you a don't fridge. realize because you're just sitting at home. <laughs> I started a Thursday night. Like try four pints to myself, and I'm like, I'm getting too drunk on Thursday nights for a forty-year-old. Maybe <laughs> yeah. I gotta calm and that not down, going so. through
1: beer quick enough. So <laughs> yeah. it's like a real conundrum.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a complicated life I live sometimes. Just yeah. in sitting sitting in my entertainment room drinking beers. You and got some decent fridge space. For things. So yeah, <laughs> can't complain. But yeah, awesome. this this is the new venture for sure. Awesome, and uh, definitely guys should check you out. Speaking of which. Let the audience know where they can find you.
1: Yeah, we're on all the social media platforms, uh, just at Manantler. Um, and then on, yeah, Facebook, Man Antler Craft Brewery.
0: Uh, and then location, we- if web- people are in the oh, area yeah. where they can uh, find you.
1: We are now 160 Baseline Road East in Bowenville, Ontario. Um, and then our website's www.manantler.com.
0: So all that's going to be in the show notes, uh, at all beer inside on so all social media. And as I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.